While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professional licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. This is Heather, host of Beauty Lab Live Love Lab. <laughs> joined and by Dre. Joined by Dre. As and we per are the use. owners. Yes, as per usual. Yes. Drether. Together. We are Drether. That was like the roughest introduction I've <laughs> had. Do you want to re record it? No. Beep. Beep. I like it. Beep. Back it up. We're keeping it. Keep it real. Yeah. Keep it live. We're keeping it okay. real. Let's do it. It's well, we're being filmed right now. We're on camera, and I'll tell you guys yeah, when the true. cameras are on, <laughs> all I'm thinking about is angles and my neck. <laughs> my aging neck. Um. Yeah, we it's business time here at Live Love Lab, and so keep your socks on. Yep, put you on guys your all cor- know the reference. Put on your corporate T-shirt, Flight <laughs> of the Concords. If you don't know it, shout you need out, to look it up. <laughs> but it's business time, and our guest today is serial entrepreneur and passionate businessman Brock Felt. Welcome, Say Brock. What's up, Brock? What's up? You hear that? We're so excited to have you on the podcast. I'm excited to be here. So fun. You hear that entrepreneurial lilt in his voice? <laughs> because he is. My assistant is calling me Marillo. So Brock is the, the natural choice for our guest this week because he is a big fan of startups, big mm-hmm. fan of disruptive businesses. Mm-hmm. So naturally, big fan of the lab. I am a big fan of the lab. Right? And I'm a follower of the lab. Yes. <gasps> followers become, wait, fans become followers. Yeah. And then That's followers become clients. clients. Ultimately. Beauty lovers. Yeah. Have here you, you ever had a beauty lab service? I haven't. I've well, never had any service. No service. Okay, no. so just for the record, like no service ever. If you were yeah, to have a service, it. where would you go? Um, I've already talked to Dre, and I'd probably do fillers yeah. for this. We're doing it. I don't know. No. no fillers for Brock. He's great. He's chiseled. He looks like the he guy from chiseled, Mr. Incredibles. I know. What's but that guy's name from yeah, Mr. Incredible? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He looks I like Mr. Incredible at, minus the spandex. I was literally at a salsa dancing class last night, and the lady that was instructing me was like, come here, come here. She could barely speak English, and she brings me into the room where all of the kids were, and in perfect English, she goes, Mr. Incredible pointed <laughs> to me, and all the kids are laughing. Well, yeah, it's like yeah, spitting image. That's your doppelganger, Did you, for sure. like, yeah. model for that? Or... No. Wait, who's the voice? It's Holly Hunter's the voice of... It's the guy from Coach. It is? Yeah, I think it's him. Wow, I love him. Yeah. But he's not Mr. Incredible in real life, IRL. It's okay. It's fine. Mm. You are. You are. You are, Brock. So if they ever do a live version of Mr. or of The Incredibles, yeah. Yeah. That's who we have here. We got you. We've cast Mr. Incredible. Yes. And don't worry, we're going to just blast this all over social media so you'll all be able to see. But as you know, like, but we're totally interested in his brain. We're not even interested in anything else other than just his business like mind (laughs) and whatever entrepreneurial tips he can give us. Yes. So, Brock, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, how you got here to Utah, because you were not originally from Utah. mm -hmm. Okay. And how you started the Shark Tank of Utah. Okay. So. When I was 21, I started selling furniture out of a dumpster. Like you do. Yeah. So I lived in Arizona at the time, and I noticed on the weekends that people would throw away their furniture. So I got on the Arizona Republic and would place classified ads and write something like beautiful love seat for sale, and people would come to the apartment complex. This and is Gary V. 101. Uh-huh. Right. I Gary love it. V. Yes. Gary V. Shout out. So I would sell <laughs> furniture I didn't own. 
And then I started doing it around uh, apartment complexes around Arizona. And I was actually getting, I was engaged at the time, and my soon-to-be wife was like, what do you do for a living? It's like, I'm in the furniture business. I've got showrooms all around town. I'm, I'm a flipper. So, I'm a flipper, babe. I'm a flipper. So that's what I did. So then I got, then they came to me and said, hey, there's these things that we're going to come out with called banner ads. You should try a banner ad. Wait, so like what year is this? Uh, 2000. 2000, 2001. Okay. So is this kind of like the Arizona Scottsdale Mesa boom? Like when it well, was like people were like yeah, upgrading so, and. Yeah. So where I lived, it was an apartment complex, but they called it like executive suites. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, like Melrose like, Place here mm-hmm. down the street. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So corporate executives would come and then they would just leave their furniture as they move out. Okay. So I did that. Um, and then and I everyone knows up. corporate executives like don't have pets. They live very clean. <laughs> That's true. good furniture. That's, That's true. like yeah. top grade yeah. blue. They're hardly ribbon. there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So I did that, and then some doctors came to me and said, hey, we have this natural product that you can give to diabetics, and one of the positive side effects are a lot of them are losing weight with it. So it had apple cider vinegar and all the stuff in it that was helping them with circulation and everything. So like, hey, you should try one of your banner ad things and see if you can sell it. So I did, and we sold a couple hundred bottles of it. This is just a digital banner ad? Just a digital banner ad. Got it. I went to my classified ad, and then when people would order it, I'd have to like ship it out to them. Actually, I'd have to call them and get a credit card number or mail is that them a crazy, like, order like an order form, like yeah. a mm. triplicate order yeah. form. So, one for the warehouse, <laughs> one for my files, one for their copy. So I, so my assistant came in one day and she's like, "This is a really cool product. You can actually take it at night." I was like, "Huh? Maybe we should call it Night Trim." So we just changed Ooh. the banner ad to call it Night Trim, and we sold three hundred to a thousand bottles a day, and it just boomed. Wow! And I was like, "This is what I want to do with my life. Yeah. I want to." help people lose weight this is all i'm ever going to do i'm never going to sell this company and like a week later someone offered me two and a half million dollars for it and you sold, sold it yeah <laughs> yeah i mean that's i had a awesome. check within an hour no negotiations whatever. that's true entrepreneurialism right there yep entrepreneurship yeah so that was one of them then i moved here to utah what uh, brought you to utah why utah so so back and forth so i actually kevin harrington from shark tank was about to go on shark tank and he had all these deals that were coming in, but infomercials were too much money. So he contacted me and said, hey, why don't I open up some space in my office? You bring all your employees and your staff here. You do internet, I'll do infomercial. So like, all right. So moved out to Clearwater. Um, I did... Uh, infomercial capital of the world. Right. Really? Yeah, well, Florida. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay, and okay. it's like, you know, no state income tax. Like, Florida's got sure. a lot of perks for entrepreneurs. Okay. For sure. So I moved White there. Beaches. White beaches. <laughs> Disneyland. Yeah. World. Oh, yeah, World. Bush Gardens, all that. Bush Gardens, yeah. SeaWorld. <laughs> Love SeaWorld. <laughs> Till it come. Forever. <laughs> so, um, so I moved to Florida, and I worked on... Protested till it comes death. It's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I did George Foreman's projects. We did the grills. We George did, Foreman grill? Yeah, we did the that. The greaseless keto dream it come true. Keto back then. It wasn't keto cool. But it was... It was keto, but it wasn't keto. Right, but it yeah. Was, yeah, keto wasn't hadn't hit yet. Yeah. Keto was just something that diabetics worried about. Yes, yep, <laughs> it wasn't. Right. right. <laughs> it wasn't the gauntlet that it is now. Okay. So we did that. We did, I launched some projects with Vanilla Ice. We did Vanilla Ice Real Estate. Ice, wow. ice, baby. Uh, I did some headsets with 50 Cent. Fitty? Yeah. Fofty? Fip. You worked with Fofty? Fofty? Fofty. Shout out Lala. Uh, 
and so I worked on a bunch of different projects there. And okay. then they would give us equity in the deals to launch them. So I did that. And then I moved. So get rich quick, but not quick, but like get rich yeah. with, yeah, it's it was awesome. pretty quick. I mean, we made pretty good money. Yeah. And what so. year, this is like early 2000s? Yeah. Got it. Uh-huh. Okay. So then. Um, we were busy we, having babies. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So sales were cranking in, but we were using the customer service mecca of the world, Utah, to handle all of our customer service. All the call centers, all, all, all of your reps shoes, were all... All the former missionary kids coming sure. home to speak all different languages. So nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So attentive. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Smart. Speaks five languages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I moved from there out here to oversee that. No family. other connection other than this was well, the I customer service. Okay. I grew up in LA, but all my family, my family was LDS, so they all went to BYU and then ended up having tons of kids and staying there. Okay. So that's what brought me here. When I moved out here, I was also going through a pretty bad divorce, and I shut down all my businesses just to spend time with my with my kids out here. How many kids did you have at the time? Two. Okay. Four now. Yes. Okay. So I just wanted to be a dad. Hang out like with my gremlins kids. out of water, they multiply. Yeah. <laughs> two for two. Uh, so I started. So I moved out here uh, just to be a dad, hang out with my kids, and then oversee some of the businesses we had here. But I got really bored, and I didn't want to go back into business full time and run my own companies. So I decided I would just help startups. You so I, became an angel investor. Yeah. So I started running kind of like Shark Tanks here in Utah about three years ago. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So very very. Cool. So what? Where? What's the status of the Utah Shark Tank right now? Um, you mean when is like our next one? So we. Yeah, I mean you're still doing it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And you recently had an event. I did. Big event like a couple weeks ago. I did. And it was awesome. It was. Okay. Did you find it so, the next million dollar idea? Yes, actually. So Really? Yeah. So it's Well tell us and tell our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell you about some of the deals. So okay. one of the guys that came to the event was driving me nuts. He wanted to get on stage. I wouldn't let him get on stage. Finally at the end of the event, I'm like, fine. You get two minutes. Literally two minutes. You wanted up. to pitch his business? He wanted to pitch okay. his product. So he gets on stage. He has a backpack on. It's a kid's backpack. It's a bomb! Yeah. (laughs) It's a school shooting! Close. Pretty close. So he pulls these, these like, cords. Like rip cords? Oh, boy. And it, like, becomes a bodysuit. Like, a bulletproof bodysuit around, like, his rib cage and everything. Wow. I'm like, wow, that's super intense. That's That's super intense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not but really like, sure that's going to work. <laughs> $2 million. The guy walks out with $2 million. No, I would Shut invest up. in that's that awesome. immediately. It's like instant yeah. body Safety. armor. Yeah. 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 I mean, you might not notice this, but like I get swarmed a lot. Like I go out in public. <laughs> I need, Everyone's I need to like, pull two rip yeah. cords like, boom, <laughs> so, yeah. back off. So the, the guy that put the money in is actually pretty smart. And he didn't want to do it as a backpack. He's taking them to the Mexican government to sell them to the police department. Awesome. Smart. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. Um, another one. Uh, because, never mind. I was going to make a Mexican police joke. Yeah. I'll let it, no, I'll let it slide. Too soon. Too soon for the cartel taking over. <laughs> <laughs> too soon to being strung from a highway enterprise uh, by my neck. Okay. Sorry. Um, go ahead. Another one. Uh, this group had an idea for an entrepreneur show. They got 500K. Um, another project that came out was, oh, this is a good one. Um, a guy built these little, like, kind of shelters, bulletproof shelters that go inside of classrooms. So if there's a tornado or a hurricane, the kids can run into it and lock it. And wow. then also if there's an active shooter. Cool. 
And, That's uh, awesome. Yeah, he wanted like $80 million because he had orders from the schools to put them in. Mm-hmm. And that was just way over. I mean, that's a large. Yeah, this order. was yeah. more like small cap, right. first round, yeah. venture. So, ca- venture. Um, I think he got $5 million to like a, a rolling line of credit. Mm-hmm. And then we've had a ton of like really cool ones. This lady makes, well, here's a cool one that came out. They have an app that you can put on a phone. You like attach a little infrared camera. And the female can scan her breasts, and it tells you if you have cancer. Oh, whoa. So you, yeah, it uses Every AI. 13-year-old boy downloads it. <laughs> it's medical, Mom, I swear. I'm really fascinated by cancer. So that one's pretty cool. And then there's a lot of clothing lines that have come out of it. Some of them are uh, health food bars. Um, one of our biggest ones butter. Huh. Butter. Like keto butter? Like Kerrygold no, from Costco? Like straight up fat cooking butter deliciousness mm, sounds like my kind of so, so business bnc <laughs> me my body never changes work out a lot it's just still looks the same on account of all the butter <laughs> gary gold's personal ambassador grass-fed butter so um yeah, this little lady from Atlanta was making butter in her kitchen. So she made bourbon butter, apple cinnamon butter. <gasps> Ooh. Um, like, cake. am I wrong? No, yeah. this is your... Right? I mean... Okay, thank you. Quit so, today. Dre, quit. <laughs> your calling has been made manifest. <laughs> so she um, she wanted to get to grow it out of her kitchen. So I think we gave her something small. It was like 20 grand or 40 grand. Yeah, just like a cool... Yeah, she bought yeah, herself yeah. a trip to Disney World. <laughs> All expense paid. Yeah, I don't want to buy butter out of anybody's kitchen. Honest, I'll tell you right now. No, no, no. We've moved her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, You know what I mean? I love local. I love, like. It needs to be done right. I I need kitchen butter. I I would. Well, yeah. Nobody's doubting that. Okay? (laughs) I just thought I'd put in my two cents in terms of food handlers' permits as a prerequisite. Details. I used to pick up cookies from this lady that lived in Rose Park, and I think a lot of people in Utah used to get cookies from the Rose Park lady and I made the mistake one time of going to personally pick up the cookies and she did phenomenal work but like you see from whence the cookies have come and it's very difficult to enjoy the cookies again no 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 no. you always buy the cookies you never eat the cookies well I did both (laughs) (laughs) lesson learned and don't do your own errands (laughs) send someone No, okay, continue. So you moved her out of her kitchen into like a... A professional center. Sure. Got her on QVC. That's awesome. I think she did 10 or 15 grand a minute. I'm sure. QVC just turns it out. She crushed it. That is so cool. She changed your life. Yeah, and then now she's going to be in 5,000 Kroger stores. Kroger, shout out Kroger. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, Brock, it seems like just... It seems like you really... Um, get a lot of fulfillment out of like helping people see their dreams come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? It is. What I really get a lot of enjoyment out of is not having to do the work. Okay. So I love helping people do it now because I've been there. I've run my own companies yeah. before. I kind of want to just be a dad and help be a facilitator. Be a facilitator and not be in the trenches. Yeah, I love putting money in or getting the money together. Mm-hmm. And I love launching them and then watching them run it. Watching them run it. Yeah. That's cool because. The devil's in the details. It's exhausting. <laughs> it is. It's exhausting running a business for sure. I too long for the day. I know. Of launching, <laughs> lending my name and some money to a project, and then giving it to Dre. Wait, that's our current circumstance. I'm just <laughs> so, 
Um, so current status of of your Utah Shark Tank, there's another event coming up. Yeah, November right? 21st and, it's, and 22nd. Okay. So I do one here every other month, and okay. then every third month I do one in L.A. Okay. And the one in L.A., I usually have some celebrities that are my judges or investors. Okay. I can't say who they are, but... Okay. That's all right. Who um, comes up with the better ideas, Utah or L.A.? Utah. I know. Like, why is, is it, Why do you think Utah is such a hub for... I have such a theory, but you two speak. And then I'll because... Okay. I have theories too. Okay, let's hear them. I think there's th- so a couple of them. Number one is I think when the people moved here, they were super oppressed, so they learned how to like li- like live off the land and learned how to be like overcome the rose yeah. bush that grows in yeah. the sidewalk and crack. Also, they have nothing to do, so okay. they don't party for the most part. Right? Mm-hmm. They don't party, do drugs, They're clean living, clean living, and they just focus on that. It's really hard to compete with someone that lives in Utah because somewhere else. They work 40, 50 hours a week. Here they're doing 100. Yeah. I mean, because they work all the time because they're yeah. not hungover. They're not. And, and they have super... a million kids, so they're just used to working anyway. Yeah. Like, both right? of you are, first of all, bigots. <laughs> okay. I mean, I have bigots. a million kids. You should Rob be ashamed. Has a million kids. You have a million kids. I don't believe three beautiful, okay. treasured, oh, cherished daughters okay. are a million oh, kids. Okay. okay. Each well, one. I'm sorry, my three feel like one Twinkle million. Twinkle in my eye. Yeah, your three feel like a million, perhaps. One million. I think that um, just even the history of Utah as a state is entrepreneurial. It's Wait, capitalism sure. in a nutshell. And then I, th- I also believe that Mormonism is the most American religion we could ever have. And it is, at the core of it, is capitalism, too. So I think that it is ingrained in us to continually improve our position mm-hmm. and also to... Um, you know, only look for grace after everything we can do. So we are hard workers. You know, we're dedicated workers, and we are, I think, like DNA designated creative pioneer stock. Pioneer man. stock, man. <laughs> like if you have the entrepreneurial vision to load up a handcart with your children and your thread bare shoes and walk across the entire United States, there's something entrepreneurial about you. And that's why I asked that specific question because I was curious. The other part of it too is I think the networking out here. So. Everyone knows everyone because it's a smaller community, like, you know, as far as the actual distance, like mm-hmm. demographics, but because of the church also, everyone knows everyone. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. everyone's network. So if you need something, someone knows someone who knows someone who has yeah. it. It's true because like even, so Brock and I know each other from the gym. Shout out to Excel. Well, it's weird. And it's weird that I've never met Brock at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> and yet I belong to the same gym. And never go. You know what? Brock and I are part of the morning crew, like the five. Part of the once a month is there an event? What's happening, crew? <laughs> but like within just a few minutes, you and I got talking and like realized that we have all these people in common because it is like it's Small Lake City. Everybody's connected. So yeah, and there's a sense of community here that I think that isn't um, as predominant in other states. We're like fairly centric. You know, our population is fairly concentrated you know what I mean like in the valley okay and it just seems like there's a sense of community in Utah that um might not exist in other states yeah Mm -hmm. yeah because of the predominant religion and because of just all of the tenets of that religion that you know encourage outreach and connection and all the things yeah well so shout out Mormons (laughs) (laughs) we love our roots okay so Brock, here's a question. Do you think that people are born to be entrepreneurs or is can you like become an entrepreneur? 
I think like most is it people innate? become entrepreneurs because it seems like wrong. Just kidding. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Most people become entrepreneurs because there's some situation that came up in their life where they had to, hmm. or where there was like the opportunity came. I don't know, because most most entrepreneurs, yeah, there's not a lot of predominantly there's more entrepreneurs from non entrepreneurial families. It seems like it seems like most of the big successes people I work with, most of their kids aren't. You think they're an anomaly? Yeah. So you think they've created it because of their own, like, Environment or grit the desire and to the desire. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, I think I have a hybrid. Of, I mean, I get what he's saying, but, like, I think it's you're born with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think you're born some... to do the lemonade stand, or you're just like, no, I'd I rather think... just wait around and hope my mom gives me money because I pester her I enough. I think there's people that are born with, like, that drive. They know that they want something mm-hmm. better and that they deserve something better. But I think there has to be some sort of a situation, too, that triggers it. Well, what like, was your first entrepreneurial venture? Do you remember? Yes, the very I did. I first. I sold lemonades and fireballs in junior high so I could buy clothes. Yeah. I grew up to... So you wanted clothes. I wanted clothes, and I needed... Yeah. I grew up in L.A. to a single mom who raised three kids in the L.A. area by herself. That's amazing. So... Shout out to L.A. and single moms. Yeah. And your mom. And my mom. And the movie 13. And my uncles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my uncles, who's... Um, store was right next to my junior high so i'd go borrow the lemon heads and fireballs i'd steal them from there got it office, yeah get the money huh yeah that's it what was your first entrepreneurial venture well i know my first entrepreneurial instinct is when my grandma when i was eight years old taught me how to knit i, I mean this is the truth like she yeah. taught me how to knit and um shout out grandma Jean, who's passed sadly yeah. uh taught me how to knit and instead of thinking I'm going to knit for fun or knit for enjoyment like I mean it was like how can I monetize this and I was eight years old yeah I thought I'm gonna knit tiny circular rugs for dollhouses you know what I mean like I think like and everyone's gonna want to buy them like as soon as I learn any new skill set I think how can I monetize this like how can I flip this and like sell it because if I want it and I like it I'm gonna make it available to everyone so that was like my first instinct at eight years old yeah I think mine was around eight too, and we, I, we had a lemon tree. I Sold your help. body. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was out in the corner, <laughs> and I thought, and what I was like, who? Yeah. <laughs> What's my value? Hmm. No. So I, I lived in California. We had a lemon tree in our yard, and I made perfume. It was just lemon juice. <laughs> totally genius. And I knocked around doors, and I actually got in huge trouble from my parents because they were like, "You're gonna get kidnapped," because I didn't ask. Yeah. But like. I, I was like, this is great. It smells amazing. I like dab it on my neck. It smells good. I'm going to sell it to my neighbors. And, and like, you're like, why? There was no eight. reason. I, 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 I didn't have a single mom. Like, I had wealthy You were an parents. entrepreneur. Yeah, I was, like, your gut. I was like, this sounds fun. Like, I'd like to do this. So, hmm. I don't know. So, maybe so it's both. So, now fairies go both, both ways. Yeah. You both come from entrepreneurial families right but yeah. i th- i feel like i'm different from my siblings i feel like i was born with it yeah, like i can't hear sure. something or talk about it but without being like why are you working for them yeah. work for yourself let's flip this let's do this let's let's get the money let's make it happen yeah and like that is truly like why i married my husband because we would just like we had journals of entrepreneurial ideas like and some of them are so funny to look back on we had a baggage valet idea because we traveled a lot and it was such a pain. The baggage. Yeah. Like, We're going to make our flight, but they're not going to check our baggage. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is prior pre-9-11. And so we'd come up with this whole schematic where there's just like a valet that's in charge of your luggage. And this is pre-9-11. And then 9-11 happened like four months later. We were oh, just like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. 
done. Our idea, we're just going to leave our rental car running with our luggage, get on our flight, go home. Can you imagine now? I mean, some of it is so amusing to look back, but like with all the hopes and dreams in the world, you know, like come up with these ideas that we just saw void in the marketplace and tried to create it, you know, tried to bridge that gap. I can't live a day without that. Like my self-care is creative entrepreneurial ideas. That's like how I recharge my batteries. Mm Mm-hmm. I know. So I think so, I was born, but you but think... But it's, it's both. So it's, it is a nature and nurture, right? Yeah. yeah. I'll say that, but I feel like I, I feel like we try to hire people that have entrepreneurial spirits, and it's quickly, of, like, visible, like, who is in business for themselves and who just wants to work, which yeah, is fine. Yeah. You need worker bees, you know? Like, I totally. love worker bees. I don't want everybody coming up in my space, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I love it, but it is, to me, like, there's, there's you know... Yeah, a switch. There's something different about people that are intrinsically entrepreneurial and those that just want to work for somebody, you know, and get and which is noble and yeah necessary. But you do think Brock that anybody can be a successful entrepreneur? Oh, for sure. It doesn't take some kind of it factor. So anyone with a good idea could be a successful entrepreneur. What do they? What are they missing? Partners. Partners. Every single time I've done something wrong, which has been a lot, it's because I lacked something that a partner could have brought. Whether that's capital or... Pause for Drether. <gasps> Drether! <laughs> what? <laughs> Back to our original program. <laughs> you have to have... Part- Everybody says partnerships are sinking ships. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard that. Yeah. It's so, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so bad. It's so bad. Nobody yeah. that's... Even Mark Zuckerberg, anybody that's in business always has, like, that right hand. Person. Totally. Mm-hmm. And most companies and investors won't invest unless there's two founders in Really? Yeah, they won't. So they want to know who's like the tech and who's the operation or who does marketing and who, yeah. So what do you think we do? Like separate us? We're we're coming to your Shark Tank right now. The Shark Tank 101 (laughs) with Beauty Lab. I think you're more operational. I don't know, and then you're. He's pointing to Dre. P.S. Big surprise, huge. You think that? You yeah, think? So. How about I you just like you rattle know. off yeah. about eighty creative ideas before nine yeah. a.m. and then Dre puts them into action? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. But and I, I, then I, I fall back asleep. But and that's wake up what I love too. about our partnership is that I recognize yeah. what my skill set is not, <laughs> and it's I'm not a super creative person. I don't yeah. have a lot of really great ideas, but. I love working with Heather, who has one million amazing ideas. Every day. Every day. (laughs) And then I'm like, I can work with that. Like, I can, let me figure out how to make that happen. And And prior to Dre, I was just dwindling in my own creative excess. (laughs) Just like, literally just spinning out. Because if you don't have an operations person, someone that can take your ideas and, you know, black and white, turn them into a brick and mortar business, then you are, you know... Ideas are paper. There's nothing. There's smoke in the air. But and like, then as you guys grow, you're going to need other partners too. Brock, we've heard your pitch. Brock, <laughs> we've heard your pitch. Brock's like, this is where I come in. And this is where the sh- I bring out the Shark Tank portfolio. Mr. Incredible. On Mr. Staff. Incredible. <laughs> so, Brock, what what do you love about Beauty Lab? From your so, business From a business uh, perspective. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there's a couple of things that I like. Number one are the people... That are so normally when we invest in projects, we invest in the entrepreneurs, and you guys love what you do. Um, Truth, yeah. So it doesn't matter. I we love it. Yeah. So it wouldn't matter whether what the business was. I, in this like case, we'd always invest in something like that. But the thing that I really love what you do is what you do on social media, because you, 
you've done something that nobody else in this industry is doing that's really impressive. Number one is you're getting everybody to do something on social media. To like be a part of our to community. To be a part mm-hmm. of the community. You're keeping it super hit. Like, it's really entertaining. I follow you. You follow I don't, it? I haven't done any services ever in my life of what you guys are, and I love following your page. So if, if you were to do services, because you follow our page, would we be your first choice? Yeah, now because you, you feel, are familiar with it? I, it's because I'm familiar with it, and I would feel comfortable coming in here because I already know everything. Like, I already awesome. know what hallway I would walk down. I know that on my way out, you're going to do a thing where you say goodbye. <laughs> Don't leave! Yeah. Like, you're going to get already... the full experience today, Brock. Full experience. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's really neat to see what you're doing on the so Because with HIPAA and all that other stuff, yeah. you've nailed it. It's really, really cool to watch. It, it's, Thank you. Right now, it feels fairly commonplace because we've had so many people kind of um, mimic that sense of community but when we first did it no one can mimic what you guys are doing i mean there's so much personality that but whatever (laughs) everything that you're doing is built around you like Like, your core here it's true nobody can mimic what you guys are doing yeah if they did it would just come across as heather's personality that's what it is Listen, my personality (laughs) is irreplaceable no the truth is when i first got this gig and we fell into this business i mean we believe everything is MacTube, so mm-hmm. written in our stars. And yes. we could, we've probably bored you all with our romantic history. <laughs> but the truth is, when I first got hired, I was hired to do marketing in exchange for services. And so I was just doing a little bit of Instagram in exchange for Botox. And that's literally it. So it was very yeah. quick. Because a plastic quo, surgeon owned the practice. Plastic surgeon, facial okay. plastic surgery. <laughs> and the only directive I got was absolutely no needles. You can't show needles, and you have to use medical compliance and like all these things. And I, I just thought, well, that's that's before. This is this was, but when it was, I cringe when I see it. <laughs> no, of course, but like, you know, it gets yet you one you step, watch, watch. one step closer to actually getting it done. And I was, the proof is in the pudding. Like we always say, by their fruits ye shall, shall know them. them. <laughs> and we, uh, I was under really strict, strict. Um, requirements but I still kind of did my vision of Instagram because I had a social media company at the time and we weren't necessarily seeing it we weren't seeing the butts and seats is what I always like to say like my job Mm -hmm. is to get butts and seats and then Dre's job is to like take great care of them so my job's the easiest of the whole thing but we weren't seeing it because what happened was there was a disconnect between what I was putting out there on social media and what was happening in their in their customer Mm -hmm. experience Mm -hmm. and so when I bought the practice, we were able to just kind of have free reign and do whatever we wanted. And so Dre and I just went tripled, like, let's, tripled yeah, down on the needles, tripled do down on all of the instincts that we had been told repeatedly were do. not done. And so by doing that, we kind of found our groove. Mm-hmm. And we were able to not only like put it out there on Instagram, which is our love language and our our family and our community, and but then for them to come in and have what they saw on Instagram be replicated in their customer experience, which is really key, especially in this world of influencers, because we meet a lot of influencers. They come here organically. They come here because Instagram is our platform, but also because all the most beautiful women in Salt Lake come here and they know they'll be taken care of. But when they come, there's sometimes for us even a disconnect between the influencer profile that we see on Instagram and 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 the the in-person experience. So I think that's kind of a new... um, area of improvement for mm-hmm. like a lot of businesses because it's really if you hire the right people it's really easy to have a great great social media profile but you have to make sure that the 
nuts and bolts of it are um, you can't write checks that you cannot cash. That's our famous thing. Yeah. Like, we're not going to write a check that we can't cash. So if we put something out there, we're going to be able to follow up yeah, on it. We're going to pay up. Mm-hmm. Pay yeah. up. Cool. Yeah. That's been and our you thing. You do a good job. Well, wait till you get Brotox. Wait till you get Brotox and a little mini man club. I did club. start doing Broga at the gym the other day. Broga? Wow. Broga. Yeah, the next step is Brotox. Brotox. And then a cool. mini man plump. And then yeah. some, what else? And pee shot. He wants to check your bags. Check your bags and a pee shot. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> good. You're good. There's so, no other body part. Brock, I feel like, I mean, just, we got to wrap up. But, so you're, you're into the Broga. You did salsa dancing last night. What is happening? Um, (laughs) our viewers are uncomfortable (laughs) like because you're a single dad i am i'm a single dad of four four kids cute cute the two littles go to the same um so daycare toddlers like what are your kids ages so i have a one a two 11 and a 15 and six days a week i have kids that sleep under my roof you lost so. about 70% of our female listeners. <laughs> <laughs> if you were looking, uh, look so. at our viewership just goes plummets uh, <laughs> at the mention of a one-year-old. Yeah. So, oh. so what, I, what I'm doing is just trying to get out and experience things that I hadn't done before. Yeah. So everyone told me I should do yoga because it's awesome. So yeah. I started doing yoga. Yeah. started taking painting classes. Now I'm doing salsa Look classes. at you. The renaissance man. He's a beauty lab bro. Yeah. yeah. You are such a beauty, beauty lab lover. Yeah. I love it. That's it's very fun. cool. And I have cute friends I do it with, so. Well, that also helps. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. We'll have to talk. Yeah. Wait. So. You're out and about with ladies? Yeah. Oh, Dre. I know. Stay out of the gutter. <laughs> I'm just excited for him. All right, so we got to move on to our just the tip. Okay. Our just the tip this week is just gobble come, gobble comes just in the neck of time. Just in the neck of time, <laughs> as the holidays are approaching, and turkey necks will become the next plastic surgery joke you'll see everywhere. Yes. Tired of your turkey neck? Gobble gobble. The truth is, what yes, is we are tired of it. We're tired of it, yeah. and it hits a certain age, and you cannot conceal it. Yeah. So don't neglect the neck. First of all, don't neglect the neck with all of your products and whatever, but yeah. don't neglect the neck when it don't neglect the, the neck. neck when it comes to injectables. What are some things that we can do to the neck? So my favorite lately is Sculptra. Okay. We've been doing so much Sculptra in the neck. It, Sculptra is it's not a filler. It's a like a collagen stimulant. So it just firms and tightens everything. It lifts everything. It's beautiful. So that's a really great anti-ager. Our neck and neck treatment also, which is just um, a little bit of hyaluronic acid filler for the lines in the neck. The lines would be those circular bands that make you look like, like you're part neck, of the side. Right? Tech call neck, it? and it's just aging. You get it's called banding, and you get yeah. these circular lines that. Look do I like have them, Heather? You don't have them when you like do I'm... that. Yeah, when you okay. do that, you have about like eighty. Right. When you just keep your chin oh, up, keep gosh. your chin up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, the platysmal bands are those two little like stretchy things from your chin to your neck, like kind of your. Yeah, you can Botox them. You can Botox those, and that that actually helps a lot. That's what I need. So if you're worried about smiling and being animated and kind of having this gobble-gobble neck with Mm -hmm. your relatives over the holidays, get some Botox. Consider just coming and see an injector because maybe you'll want to fill in the horizontal bands. Maybe you want to get some Botox to... um, kind of tighten up that whole chin area or and Sculptra the, and then also Scul- E-Matrix yeah, 100%. our estheticians are all about the E-Matrix and that is an awesome treatment too it's radio frequency firms and tightens it's not an injectable so if you're a little nervous about injectables it's a good one yeah so. just don't neglect the neck if yeah. you want to know 
if you want to see the difference, like look at the news anchors, see their face. It's flawless, perfect, smooth. And then yeah. you see the neck and chest and it's like, oh, she's about 44. Yeah. 45. Yep. It's how they it. do it at the carnivals. If you go to Lagoon and they have the guess your age, <laughs> make sure you're wearing a turtleneck <laughs> and you'll win. Play the odds. Roll the dice. All right. So go now big. now we're going to go to my favorite part. It's called the Beauty Lab Bash. This one's a... This one's personal for it me. It is personal. Brock, I'm interested I'm, to hear what you think about I'm a, this. I am interested in Brock's response. <laughs> what if he just looks at us with like... Like, and? Like, yeah. With like doe eyes blinking, and? Okay, you got so, two lollies. So listen, the other day, I go to the bank. I'm I'm making a deposit. She's a regular. I'm a regular. Operations. Yep. <laughs> Doing my thing. Um, the drive through man, super nice. Love him, see him all the time. I'm by myself. I usually am with my kids, but this time I happen to be by myself. Big mistake. Huge. Jeez. So he's like. Also topless. <laughs> was not topless. I was fully clothed. And pasties, pasties. Anyway, I, I put my deposit in. I'm like, here you go. He's like checking. Yes. And he's like, tell me, have you been a good girl? And I'm like, yeah. Because what am yeah. I? That's so awkward. Yeah. Like, first of all. Don't ask me that. It's yeah. freaking weird. Totally so, weird. Totally weird. And so I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you get a lollipop. He puts a lollipop in there. I'm like, thanks. Then he's like, next time, tell me you've been naughty and I'll give you two. Barf! Uh, uh, <laughs> barf, barf, barf. Why? Come on. Uh, listen. Wrong well, answer, Dre. <laughs> Like, so bad. You you were <laughs> sixty five years old, man. Oh, because if he was no. eighteen, it'd be no, appropriate. It's yeah. never appropriate. Naughty but girls I get two lollipops. I could I can understand a little perviness. Like I don't condone it, and I'm not okay with it. But at least that gives an explanation. I'm like this guy. His testosterone is lower. Like or is it? I don't or know. Well, listen. Jeez. I hope you didn't eat the lollies. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. No, Where did I he pull the lollies. Most certainly did not. Yeah. So we can buy them or get them. <laughs> I know, but like, truly, why? Why? This is very, very weird to me. There, why? Don't speak to women inappropriately. Period. Well, listen. Kay? My whole thing is like, why two lollies for the naughty? And one lolly for the good. I How know. am I supposed to teach that to my daughters? Listen, if you're a little bit naughty, not too naughty, but just toe the line of naughty, you're going to be a lot more attractive to men. I mean, that is, that's the disconnect. That's why it's so totally ass backwards. Well, what's weird is that means he's probably gotten away with it before, too. Like, like for and, sure. And yeah. even grosser, who does he pick to yeah. give that line to? Too. I know. Because I went to the drive through the next day, and guess what? Not a word. <laughs> not even a lolly. But I'm like, okay. That's not every day uh-huh. since. <laughs> I am a third. God damn it, I keep saying naughty, naughty. I've been very naughty without even being provoked. And guess what? Oh for ten in terms of lollies. It is very, very weird. Have has anyone ever said anything like that? Have to you, you been a good boy? So, yeah, sometimes. I mean yeah. Well a, a sixty five year old bank teller. No, no. I talk about that a lot though. Like especially at the gym. Like a lot of the girls that are there, it takes a long time before They'll even talk to you or anything because there's so many creepy guys. That, so they yeah. just like that, avoid you because you're a man. Yeah. Yeah. Can you say bitch face on anything? Yeah, of yeah. course. Okay. We've got an explicit so, rating. It's fine. On purpose. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dre, with the gratuitous <laughs> swearing. Oh. 
That was like watching a seventh grader say damn for the first time. It really was. It really was. <laughs> shit, shit, shit. Yeah, yeah. Try to really stop bad. us. That's a bad one, right? That's really bad. I know. Yeah. It's I was bad. personally a bash beauty yeah. lab bash. Yeah. Of the so week. you suck, dude. At the t- at the bank. bank. Come on. That's in charge of our money. Let's just be. Let's just tread softly here. Okay, yeah. that's true. Bank who has partnered. I'm pretty with us sure he doesn't last listen. Three years. I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen. Pretty sure he's not a listener of Live Love Lab, though he should be. So who's our beauty labber of the week? So our beauty labber of the week is none other than Lips by Reagan. Oh. Our angel. He is an angel. Yeah. You, you know, we play him down a lot because we know that his, like, physical presence is kind of intimidating. And and he's just, like, none of the things that people, like, expect to see about Reagan are even factors in why we love him so much. But yeah. I had an experience um, this week where I had a doctor's appointment that had been on the calendar for, like, probably, I'm going to say a good four to five weeks. Yeah, like over a month for sure. Yeah, and I got a call from my assistant that the doctor was had called in sick. And so my appointment had been canceled. And I didn't think much of it, you know, like, I, I think we're so used to just getting raped by the medical industry that I just didn't even, I was just disappointed and like, okay, well, I don't have another five weeks to like push it out. But um, I guess the face transplant's not going to happen for the holidays, <laughs> but whatever. So <clears throat> when I just said, okay, like, just get me in whenever you can, my assistant said, yeah, can you imagine Reagan calling in sick? And like, just him saying that made me completely look at the situation differently as a business owner mm-hmm. dre when's the last time reagan called in sick like, and we had to cancel all of his appointments never today. it's never happened he had car trouble like a month ago and was like 30 minutes late and was like dying dying over, over that fact he i've seen him so like last summer he was at lake powell yeah and he had to like dive down and fix something on the boat and it ruptured his eardrum yeah the anchor <laughs> they couldn't dislodge the anchor from yeah. his houseboat in lake powell so reagan put on some fins and a mask yeah dove down to like a 14 foot and like the yeah. pressure was so intense that it ruptured his eardrum yeah, ruptured his eardrum was at work the next day and was just like speaking to my good ear yeah. like he was spins horrible headaches pain. horrible yeah. pain but um, he showed up and he did his he he and he performed phenomenally yeah no one had to be people that had flown and didn't have to be displaced or like put up like we're delta or something i mean he showed up and i've seen him like remember when he had like a kidney stone or whatever it yeah. was and he had yes. like a fever and, and like it was shakes. just like yeah the shakes <laughs> and be like i'm just gonna rest in between we're like you don't have any rest you're like double booked and he performed nobody knew i mean he's a machine yeah He's never called in sick, and it's because I think personally he's a cancer like me. He doesn't like to disappoint or yeah. put anyone out. Well, he just loves all of his clients. So he loves much. them, and like he and he, wants he to show loves up for the him. lab. He loves yeah. lab, and he shows up for the lab. So we thought just his record of showing up is worthy of him being beyond yeah. the league. So beauty labber of the week. week. So lips by, by Reagan. Reagan, we love you. And and who is going to be giving Brock his mini man pump? Mini man pump and <laughs> first talks. ever Brotox and pee shot. <laughs> Pee shot if you're lucky, Reg. <laughs> Dre and I will assist. Don't worry. We got you. We got you. Pink beauty lab gloves and all. Um, yeah. Well, is that right. it? Yeah, that's all of it. So what do you think list. of the podcast, Brock? Do you en- enjoy it? Good, not yeah. great. Okay, well, great. we'll take it. That's really good. <laughs> we'll take it good. Um, I really think, though, you guys need to do some video with it. Because you have because a lot of really we're... personality. I think you need to do video with it. Then we'd have to wear clothes, Brock, and that would yeah, ruin the whole vibe. That would ruin the whole... I really do think you need to we do, do video. Because that... I think it would go more viral. But listen, really? listen, our new space, our looks. we're moving. No, because we if people saw the environment... Because it's going to be hard 
like 30% of people are audio and then like another 40 or 50% are visual. visual. And I think it will go more viral. Okay, well, listeners, take your shirt off, Jay, take your shirt off. Brock, <laughs> cue up the camera. Here we go. <laughs> listeners, let us know if you guys want video. Because, like, we're open to it. We're, we're building a new space right now. We have an amazing podcast room, so we're not going to have the weird bathroom echo sound thing. That's just the that... cool sculpting machine. That's <laughs> a little ambiance. The other thing, too, is that when you're talking about your tips, you can actually show stuff. When we're talking about our tits, tits, we can tits. show stuff? <laughs> well, amen to that, brother. I thought it was just the tits. <laughs> just, just, just the tits. tits. I was here. It was we just have a segment. Tits. Now, if everyone would remove their shirts, <laughs> this is just the tits portion of the program. Brock has an app that he's going to be stuff It's really a, more of a breast cancer <laughs> awareness. It's October, after all. It's for all. science. It's for science. science. <laughs> and if Brock isn't here, we'll just call out to the junior high boys <laughs> on their way home and see if they can come in and help us with their thermogenic that breast cancer. Scanner. Two <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking for a lolly scam oh, for weeks that didn't involve. Well, clearly, I tried to get lollies from the bank teller. He was not giving them you to me. Those elementary, or kids <laughs> Element, I'll go elementary. Yeah. I've got no, no pride, <laughs> no shame. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Full oh, circle. Full circle. Well, Brock, Props to you. we got to work together more. Yeah. We love you. You're such a beauty lover. You are a total beauty lover. Yes. And to all of our entrepreneurs out there, born or otherwise, keep your head up. Gary Viet. <laughs> Gary Viet. And Brock, where can we find you on yeah. on all the things? Um, at Brock Felt. Okay. And so if people Facebook. want to like be involved with your Utah Shark Tank, that's where they're going to find out all of the best information, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, on okay. social media. Okay. Cool. So that's B R O C K F E L T at on Instagram, right? Facebook. On Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything. Rockfell. Okay. And like, what if they Google Utah Shark Tank? Is is that gonna be you? Um, no, it won't show up. It's easier just follow it on social media. Okay. Okay. I don't. They fill up pretty quick. Okay. So I just post on Facebook, LinkedIn, social media. Cool. So, so entrepreneurs with uh, budding ideas. Yes. At Rockfell and see, roll the dice. Yep. yep. Cool. All right. Well, that's the podcast. Gamble with your life. (laughs) Keep your circle tight. MGK, we love you, buddy. Come do a private show. (laughs) So, yeah, that's the podcast. Thanks for listening. Remember that the lab loves you. And life is short. Bye, Bye the the lips. lips.